Support for WMNF and Live Music Showcase comes from listeners like you and Generations Cosmetic and Family Dentistry. This modern dental office provides both routine and complex treatments, including improving smiles. More at gendentistry.com. This is Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We are live in studio today with Greg Bowman. Take it away, Greg. Thank you. I'm going to play some uh, songs I wrote up in the great state of Vermont. Well, the rain knocking at my door Like I need something else to miss you more When you left Look you in the eye And it's cold here For July And if you need Someone to blame You can always Call my name And I got old Didn't even try And it's cold here For July I'll buy new pair of shoes And I'll dance around the house when I feel blue And you can laugh And you can cry But it's cold here For July Greg Bowman here on Live Music Showcase. Coming up here on the show, got a whole bunch of stuff going on. They're going to play a whole bunch of music for you. Greg's got a new project coming out. just came out today, actually. You can listen to it on all the uh, streaming platforms. But don't do that just yet, because you're going to get all of his music right now in a way you can't get it anywhere else. Because not only do we give you the music here on Live Music Showcase, we give you the story behind it. And that's what we're going to do at the halfway point of the show Right across, right about 2.30 if you're listening live right now and uh, the halfway point if you're listening in the podcast form from the future. So stick around for that because today's episode is all about the inspiration of collaboration when it comes to being a musician, when it comes to being a songwriter and how, how different the experience can be when you're writing music with a group of people compared to writing music on your own and that whole process and egos and all of that whole thing. We'll get on, we're going to get into it here at the half. But first, let's hear another song. Nice. Uh, this song is called For You. Well, dogs are wild, circling back to the woods. And I'm running behind, I 
follow if I could. I just saw those lines coming back at me. Radio refrains, baby, come to me. I will put this pedal to the ground. Rising over the hills, and I'm running out of gasoline and pills. Every town's a stranger staring back at me. Radio reminds me, no vacancy. I will put this pedal to the ground. music showcase that's gorgeous oh thank you or uh, as my girlfriend would say gorgeous <laughs> she's a big strings fan a lot of strings on the show today we've got let's see we've got taylor rayner in here and he's got mandolin he's got a violin we've got a harp which is uh playing on the heart strings it's not uh, strings in and of itself but you get the idea two guitars, we got bass, we got drums. It's a good episode. It's a lot of fun. If you're listening right now and you want to see what's going on here in the live music studio here at WMNF, you can go to WMNF's Live Music Showcase on Facebook and watch the live stream. Uh, there's a bunch of people in there already. We've got uh, Dylan from uh, the Ghost Motel, uh, local, famous, noteworthy, infamous uh, live stream video content uh, that is geared to all about uh, local musicians and all of that. Uh, let's see. He said, uh, Dylan said, uh, spun this sucker twice. New album twice this morning. I'm glad it was made. Great job, fellas. And then Ted says, that's quite a lineup. Talking about uh, all of the uh, kind of heavy hitters that are uh, in the room here today. I won't give away 
everyone just yet, but you'll get to hear a, a little bit from everyone here today. Because the uh, nice thing about this Ebor City crowd is that they like to collaborate. They like to play with each other's music and work with each other's music. It's pretty cool. It's a, it's a nice little family element you guys have going on here. I love it. What's the next song called? Uh, this is a bit, bit of an older song for me, but uh, it's called Try to Go Back. I don't mind missing the train I don't mind watching the rain I can't bring souls from the grave Not enough for you to feel safe
live music showcase here on WMNF. We're live in studio with Greg Bowman playing music that I think is perfect for today's weird Florida weather. We've got a little bit of sun. We've got a little bit of rain. Trading positions every 5 to 10 to 15 minutes or so, which is pretty typical for July here in Florida. If you're watching right now, uh, if you're uh, watching the live stream right now, leave us a comment. Let us know what you're thinking. This is uh, this is honestly one of my favorite episodes, like favorite kinds of episodes when it comes to like the strings and the and the feels. Like this is the kind of stuff that I tend to turn on when I'm just hanging out at home, trying to quiet my brain for a little while. Uh, it, it's the kind of music that makes you stop and take a deep breath. And maybe be a little reflective of where you are in your place in the world right now. Nice. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Coming up in just a little bit, we're going to get into exactly what is behind all of this music that Greg uh, has produced over the years and the music that's in the new album that's uh, that just got released today. Uh, you have a show tomorrow, too, at uh, Tarpon Arts Center. Did I get that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks like... Sorry, sorry. Tarpon Heritage Museum. Tarpon Heritage Museum. Apologies. Tarpon Heritage Museum. So uh, tickets for that, I believe, are still on sale. And you can go to gregbowman.com for more information on how to get those tickets uh, and much more about Greg here. So what's the next song going to be? The next song is called uh, Night Came Down. And uh, I wrote this for my daughter. And she's listening up in Toronto, Canada. Awesome. Hi, Alex. Well, the night came down Like a thousand pounds Drove me to the ground And the earth and clay There ain't no reason to be looking back The train has left the track Nothing left to say Here you're balanced on the edge of it Knife is sharp as it can be But it's alright You can fall with me When I look at you I see reflections of Every shade of love Through all these years When the black dog Comes knocking at your door Tell them you don't want no more You've had enough of tears When you're balanced on the edge of it Knife is sharp as it can be But it's alright You can fall with me
stars come down You might see the sun And maybe meet someone Who's got a heart that's true And as the darkness Travels across your face Leaving just a trace But you shine on through Yeah, you balance on the edge of it Knife is sharp as it can be But it's all right You can't fall with me Lovely, lovely, lovely. I love it. You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. We're live in studio with Greg Bowman. Got a little bit of a little bit of a tech issue there with the old guitar. We got you a mic set up there now, oh, so thank you. might uh, go ahead and test that little guy out. See if we can make that work there. That sounds gorgeous. There we go. Yeah, I can hear great. Thank you. Yeah. Might have been a cable issue. Who knows? It's like I said, we take care of it, yep. make it happen, we fix it. That's what we do. And it's a live show at the end of the day. It's kind of one of my favorite things about being a live show is you you get all of the qualities of a live show. Yeah, thank you, Mark and uh, Pam, for being uh, Johnny on the spot. That quick fix. So what's this next one called? Uh, this one's called Hell on a Fast Horse. I tell myself 
Live Music Showcase. We're live in studio with Greg Bowman. Coming up after this next song, we're going to get into it here with Greg. We're going to chat with him about his music, his life in music, and about the nature of collaboration in music. And uh, that's uh, that's pretty much what you can come to expect, basically, from Live Music Showcase. That's what we like to do every week here on Live Music Showcase. Last week, we had a great local rock band called The Dirty Janes. Uh, they've been a, a local band for quite some time. I have a feeling they're going to be seeing quite a bit of success in the years to come. They've uh, seemed like they've got their sound really figured out, and uh, it's pretty cool. So uh, you can hear that episode and all of our other former episodes on uh, Facebook, on uh, Instagram, no, on Spotify or Apple Music. Just search WMNF's Live Music Showcase, and you can hear those. Anytime, anywhere, 24-7. This episode will be on there as well by 5 p.m. The new episodes drop every week uh, by 5 p.m. So you can always go on there and check out new episodes or previous episodes. There's a lot of good stuff in there. So, Greg, what is this next one that we're going to hear? So this is called Stumbling. And uh, I wrote this for, uh, for my son, Liam, here, who's listening from right here beside me. <laughs> the front row seat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's so close, he's literally part of the band. Yeah. Yeah. There's no better seat in the house, really. Yeah. He learned how to play guitar just to get this kind of a... No. <laughs> Liam has his own career in music, too. Uh, we'll have to get you on here to uh, kind of get your take on your life in music so far. Because as young as you are, uh, I don't think there's a local music professional that's operating on the highest level that hasn't at one point or another uh, had your name come up in conversation. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting stuff for Thanks. sure. And I think you might be playing a song here and there at some point today as well. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right, well, let's hear the next song. Thank you. Well, the sky was dark and the night grew still and I love you so and always will And pictures fade Like old magazines A reflection of Times we've seen Don't let go of my hand Where I stumbled you will stand the very best you can be a better man I 
When my kettle boils, sounds like rattling bones. My only companion since the kids have grown. And I walk on to the corner, and I'll walk right back. There's a dusting of snow, and I follow the tracks. Don't let go of my hand. Where I stumbled, you stand. Do the very best you can. Better man. Beautiful. Thank you. I love it. I love it. It's gorgeous. Uh, Liam, how does that song make you feel? Right now, sad. <laughs> yeah? No, it's... it's, it's <laughs> Are you crying right now? What's happening? Oh, no, you're crying. I'm not crying. <laughs> crying. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. You're crying. No, man, no. Um, that was... That's gorgeous. Grateful, very grateful. Do the very good. best you can to be a better man. Yeah. I mean, that's the wish that every father, I think, has for their son. Yeah, yeah I think so. And, uh, yeah, all right, well, we're going to get into all of that here in just a second. But first, this is your chance as the listener to get uh, interactive with the show here, with uh, with Greg here and, and the rest of the Ybor City Troop. Um, all you have to do is call in. 813-269-9663 with any questions that you might have. Questions about songwriting, questions about Americana folk music uh, as a genre. You know, questions about how to write music with your son without him wanting to kick you in the head. Like, these are all, I think, decent questions. Yet. We haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, the Swiss cheese holes in the walls, you know, things like that. I get it. Uh, call in with your questions, or you can leave them as comments in the live stream right now. If you're watching the live stream right now, just leave a comment with your uh, with your question. Or one other way you can do it, if you're, like, on your computer right now and you're like, I don't want to do that, but I've got my email open. Uh, you can send an email with your question to dj at wmnf.org with uh, any and all questions that you might have. I know I've got a few questions for sure. Uh, we're going to get into it right now. Uh, Greg, first and foremost, how long have you been playing music? Uh, since I was about 14 years old. Okay, since you yeah. were 14. Yeah. At what point in your, you know, from age 14 until now, obviously, um, did you get really serious with this? Were you Was it like serious from the jump, or did you always want to be a musician? Or Yeah, I think I did. Yeah? I think I really did. I remember seeing the movie The Last Waltz uh -huh. when I was about 15 years old, and and then that's I just wanted to be Robbie Robertson. That was the coolest <laughs> guy I've ever seen in my life. What was yeah. your What was the cool thing? What was the thing about him that was so cool? Just yeah, he just had a style, and yeah. uh, he was actually from my hometown. And uh, but yeah, he just sold that whole show to me. He just uh, it was fantastic. So yeah, I wanted to be that guy for a long time. You're like Clapton, Van Morrison. Nah, I don't <laughs> yeah. need those guys. Nah, no, exactly. but that's so cool. And I mean, I hear. You know, the full classics in your writing. I hear Dylan a little mm -hmm. bit, you know. Uh, you know, I, I do hear a little Van Morrison in there, like kind of like snuck in maybe under the radar a little bit. But, uh, you know, if you were, when you were that age, um, who did you want to be when it comes to writing? Like when you're in those formative years and you don't yet have your own identity as an artist, yeah. you know, who did you want to like emulate the most? Was it him or was there others? Who, who else uh, did you have? I was a huge Dylan fan yeah. and really learned how to play guitar by just playing every Dylan song I could figure out. The, yep, the and finger And then you get that finger picking from yeah. that. And then um, I have two older brothers, so they kind of turned me on to uh, John Prine real early. And 
that just blew my mind. And so he was always, he's always like the, if I wanted to write like anyone, it would be like him um, still. Those big shoes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he just had an amazing writer. So. Truly, truly. Uh, we, had, we had Ellis Paul on the show. Uh, actually, you know, big thanks to, to Stefan over there for uh, helping to make that connection. Appreciate that. But uh, he had such a great piece of insight when it came to songwriting. And he, he had this, um, this kind of snow globe uh, metaphor. He was saying, you know, when you write a song, you, you want to try to create kind of a, a little mini snow globe for the listener to to be in mm, you know if you're great, if you're writing yeah. a song and there's a car in the song you want to put the the listener in the driver's seat you want it to be their song and simultaneously be personal yeah to you and that's such a strange fine line to walk when you're writing what is the most important thing to you when it comes to your songs like when you when you're writing a song, what's that? What's an element that that you go? That's a song. That's my song. I've done it. That's a good one. Um, is there one thing, or is it different for each one? It, it's different, I think. But uh, when I do write, I, tr I try to just listen to the the melody I've come up with and find the words that should go. Um, but I really try to do it subconsciously because I've found if I try to be clever, yeah. It's a terrible song every time. If I try, uh, <laughs> you're trying to be yeah, catchy, or like I, I really do love like Elvis Costello and the, and those smart lyrics. But when I try to do it, it never seems to work. So I try to try to go a little, just let my imagination go, and just let the words come out. And then after the fact, usually that's when I'll find, figure out what the song's about. Yeah. Um, but I'll start with a character or a space or a place and start there and then usually a story will come yeah and at, at first i don't know what the story is and and sometimes i'm thinking i'm writing about somebody else and then you at the end when it's all done you realize yeah you're kind of still writing from yourself yeah or your own perspective sure. yeah uh everyone in the dream is you and you are everyone in the dream yeah yeah mm -hmm. for sure yeah absolutely uh, so Let's kind of open up the floor here. Everybody yeah. has a mic, uh, and this is the Ebor City Records troupe. Uh, some of them. We've got a. You guys have a pretty big stable of musicians at this point. Uh, you know, Stefan's over there on the bass today. I think you've been on the show four times now since I've been part of this show, and every time you're on a different instrument. It seems like anything I can do to be involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're at this point. You're more than just you know ancillary. I would say uh, you're a pretty important integral person when it comes to songwriting, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to booking. I mean, you're you're a big part of all of that for all of these guys at this point. Uh, do you guys like Stefan, or is he just you know? <laughs> he's all right. He's all right. He's, like, all right. Yeah. he's tolerated yeah. at this point. <laughs> no, he's great. He Stefan's a very Stephen. very nice person. Um, Thanks, guys. All of the music stuff aside, and I think that this is important. But um, in order to be in the role you're in. I think you have to have a certain level of patience. You have to have a certain level of, of empathy and compassion and kindness because you don't do things from a money perspective. You don't do things from a analytics perspective, although you understand that stuff. And I think you kind of work in that world a little bit too. Um, but you come at this from a place of artistry and, and love and, and, and um, you know, you want to. You want music to be captivating. It seems like I think everyone in this room can kind of agree with that. You want music to be captivating. Uh, you want to say something, but you want to make sure that 
what you're saying is being received, is being is grabbing onto people and not letting go. Uh, is that accurate? Am I is that pretty much how we all feel in the room or yeah, are we just sure. making kids bop? I mean no. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> I think empathy definitely. I mean it's definitely a selfish endeavor. I love these artists. We've become really good friends there. It's selfish in that I want to be able to hear them more and so you want their music in the world and if me uh, being persistent about that um, and supportive helps do that again. It's selfish because now I get to listen to Greg's record. So uh, you know, same with a lot of these art, all of these artists here. Um, and then yeah, empathy. I mean, just that like you come to really appreciate these guys through their music, and so getting to be a part of it is like that's what it's all about. It's not the it's not the putting the record out. It's everything that goes into putting the record out and mm -hmm. sharing that with these people that really makes it special. So Greg, talking about the nature of collaboration, because I, I know this troupe you know well enough to know that you know you're recording an album and someone will probably, this is just me speculating, but you're recording your album and someone will come in and be like, hey, have you tried this or have you done that or that kind of thing from a you know nuts and bolts perspective when you're recording. Yeah. But when it comes to writing, which is such a personal uh, and vulnerable thing to do at times, especially in this genre. Yeah. Like these, are, these are very personal, very vulnerable subject matter. Um, are you comfortable as a collaborator when it comes to doing this kind of thing. I know these are your songs, but I mean, there's a collaborative element, I'm sure, yeah? Yeah. Um, I always use Liam as kind of my sounding board. But I'll, I'll, if I write a song, I'll sit on it for a few days. Yeah. Because there's that day after, you know, the first day you think it's great, and the day after, that's when it's going to tell you, it's, uh, yeah, that's not. But then I'd sit on it for a few days and play it, and then I always pretty much, I think almost every song I've written, I play it for Liam first. And then he's wow. al he's always super honest and like that's a good one. That's and then if he if he doesn't think it's great, he just say that. Well, that's a song. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask. Yeah, is there, does Liam have yeah. a tell? That's yeah, perfect. Yeah, you know, one of the songs of all time. Yeah, that's one of the that's songs. Like, you know, there's a lot of songs, and that's one of them. And uh, so so it's kind of like that. And uh, and I kind of uh, I go from there. Um, but when we recorded. Um, the album, it started, I didn't know that we were really recording an album, to be honest. I just, ah. thought, I just thought, well, let's get them down, because I'd love to have it recorded. He's an engineer. His best, one of his best friends is an engineer, and uh, we, go, we just did it in, in my house. We did the guitar and vocals, and we did as, we were really short on time. Uh, in two days, we did all, the, all of that, and we did about 12 songs. And then of those, we took seven um, and made the album. But once they were done, then with their you know, uh, support and pushing me, they, like, we, sh we need to make this an album. And so that went from there. And a few months later, we went up to Vermont in a snowy December. Uh, I've got a farmhouse kind of set up there. So it was really remote. Um, Leon, Taylor, uh, Andrew, Boulin, and Liam and I, and we just took a week and added everything we wanted to to the album. And we just had the best time. It was great. If the process is fun, it was really fun. Then those, you know, twelve-hour stretches in the recording booth aren't so bad. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You just get hungry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's usually the stopping point when you're passionate about a project. Well, I'd love to keep going, guys, but uh, my stomach is in so many knots that I think I will pass out if I try to sing this next phrase. Yeah. Um, so, Liam, mm -hmm. uh, as the perpetual sounding board for your father, Greg here. How old were you? What's your earliest memory of him playing a song for you? Oh, I mean, 
as early as I can remember. Like I'm sure he was doing it before was, you can even remember. But what's your earliest memory? Yeah, can I you mean, think about it. Can you connect with it? Um, I was probably like four or five. I remember yeah. him playing the acoustic guitar in the living room. Um, we were living in an apartment, like a one-room apartment. I remember him sitting around playing guitar. But at that time, I don't think you were writing that much. It was more cover songs. Sure, sure. Um, and I think we all kind of, me, him, and my sister all kind of started writing around the same time. Oh, wow. Um, I was like 12 years old playing guitar, and he had a coffee shop where he hosted an open mic every week. So I think it was kind of like a, a good source of motivation for us to start diving in a little bit and writing our own songs. Gotcha. So when you were little, did you ever have, were you always like music or were you like, I'm going to be an accountant? Like I had, when I was real little, I had a bunch of different ideas. Yeah. Yeah. What was one of them? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's this one time where I went in the fridge and I uh, mixed up all the liquids that were in the fridge into one bottle and I was like, you got to try this. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to make drinks and sell them to Publix. Oh They're my gosh. They're going to hold them to Publix and they're going to sell my drinks. That's awesome. You know, what did so. you call it? Did you have a name for it? Yeah. Liam's like secret surprise or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the it surprise is now. it's not palatable. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Still might do it though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's perfect. That's backup great. Plan, you know. It's good to have a backup plan. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah backup plan for music is it's never a bad idea. I think you're probably in good shape though, uh-huh. realistically <laughs> I mean you've been doing a lot of touring and mm-hmm. you're traveling and all this stuff so uh, so Greg you've got this new project out what are your what are your ambitions with this project what do you want it to do it's a question I like to ask musicians uh, that's the first question that Stefan asked me too when, when my man yeah, he's like what do you want to do with it I'm like I don't know I just yeah. uh, I was just happy to have it done sure uh, it feels really good today to have it finally out um, yeah we, we released a couple singles a couple of weeks ago and uh, got great response. So, um, well, now I, to be, I really just want to do another one. So I think December we're gonna. Got the bug. I've, been, I've been writing songs all year, so I've got enough to do another one in December. Um, but I, I split time between Florida and Vermont, so I play music up there more than I do here. Yeah. Um, almost on a regular basis up there, and they've got a great music scene in the small town that we live in. So, uh, just. Uh, I'd love to be able to uh, keep playing and and just have a more of a catalog of songs. In a couple of years, I'd like to be sitting on a bunch of songs. That'd be great. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the kind of music and, and the kind of feel that you know you could you could do this kind of stuff forever. You know, yeah. it's Americana, in my opinion, has uh, has done a good job. Americana folk, uh, all of you know the kind of like intermingling Venn diagram of these different genres has uh, really done a good job to solidify um, itself, themselves, in the culture of America and a culture of music in general. I mean, this kind of music is wildly popular in Europe. Mm -hmm. Really, really popular in Europe. Uh, You know, they want to hear Americans singing authentic American sounding music. Yeah, you know, and you actually uh, hit the nail on the head a few minutes ago when you were talking about how, you know, when you when you try to be clever, when you when you try to to be, whatever, right? It just ends up coming off kind of contrived. It does, yeah. And I think that that authenticity really is crucial to this kind of music. So you do it well. So when it comes to like the writing process, let's kind of dig into the collaborative element of that process. So, so first of all, tell me a little bit about your process. Do you, do you like write a song, start to finish, and then you take it to the, these guys or whomever and you go, okay, let's, let's put a band around this song? Or are you more of a, let's get like 
the bones of it and then go and and get everyone together or do you sit with someone in particular obviously liam is the sounding board there but like Mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about your process um yeah once once i've got a song where i think it's it's done yeah um then yeah liam and i will we always kind of look at the bones of it make sure that that's we record the bones of it first yeah and then uh if if we think it's good um Liam and Andrew really produced that album and they just I knew that they I could tell that they had a vision already and so I let them go with it they really they really make it sound the way it sounds um I don't think I'm an experienced enough musician to even think of the things they thought of and uh, so for me it was yeah. fantastically entertaining just watching it happen yeah because every day it was like holy shit I mean, stuff holy, yeah holy stuff that's fantastic yeah that was close <laughs> I'm a country guy. So That's okay, yeah. man. Yeah, <laughs> these, but and, uh, yeah, it was so yeah. I, it was fantastic watching the whole process and um, being so new to it, it. Yeah, you get the fever. Like you just want to keep doing it. It's fantastic. Totally. So there's a thing that often ha- well maybe not often but but that can sometimes happen in the studio when you're working with a producer, especially one that knows you so well that's so close to you, um, and that is the producer can get very excited about the project and create a vision for the project. Mm-hmm. And the vision kind of descents, kind of moves away from what the writer originally had in mind. Right. And there's always kind of a decision point that you hit with that, where you go, as the writer, you go, okay, do I, do I, do I let him run with this or do I put my foot down here? Right. Um, did you have any moments like that in this process? Uh, truly, no. That's awesome. Yeah, but wow. uh, we we did talk. We talked a lot about well, how we want it to sound, and we wanted it to be uh, stripped down when when it could be. Yeah. Um, the, I guess I think the only thing I asked when we first started, except for when we were recording, I asked him, I, "Please don't make me sing it like twenty times." <laughs> and uh, he he kept to his word. But uh, um, and I just wanted to make sure that uh, that my voice sounded like my voice, so that if and beyond the album and I go out and play I'm not disappointing people because I sound like I don't know sound like somebody like else somebody else <laughs> uh, you know Adele and then then they get my croaky voice coming out I wanted the croaky voice on the album so so I wanted to be true to that I love that yeah you know the guitar in and of itself as an instrument is by design meant to be imperfect most stringed instruments yeah. are as a matter of fact in some way not talking about pitch necessarily but talking about tone tonal qualities we're talking about the 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 imperfections of the the hairs on the bow as they get dragged across the strings on a violin we're talking about the the small warps uh, in a guitar's body how, that it develops over time from humidity and, and heat and gigging and yeah. <laughs> getting dropped you know yeah. uh, th- those little those little imperfections create character and I think the same is true about the human voice yeah. So the fact that you are aware enough of what you're doing to say, I don't want to get rid of that because that's an imperfection, but it's part of who I am. Yeah. That you embrace that. Let me ask you this. In your life, would you say that that translates uh, to other things that are not musically related? So like, are there, are there qualities of your person that through the years you've learned to accept Oh, absolutely. And even embrace. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think I could have made this album like when I was 30 because I would have been too much of a perfectionist and then I wouldn't have liked the way it sounded and I, and I was 
yeah, I would have a whole different headspace. Yeah. But as you get older, you do start to ex- start to accept and even embrace like the imperfections of life. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, so th- I think I was at the right spot to make an album like this. Um, but it's a great perspective to go through life with. Like, don't if you're looking for perfection, you're never going to find it. Whether it's in people or or, or your life or your work, um, you just have to have a perspective and, and stick to it. You know. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, I think that's a great place to leave it. Um, I would love to hear another song. Okay. If we can do that. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Time for Liam's song? Sure. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so this, this song's called Repeating, and it's off of uh, a project I have coming out in the fall. How many times are you going to play it? I'm going to play it like five or six. Five or six. See if that's cool. <laughs> that's fine. Like that's fine. Okay. Pete and repeat. You're listening, to You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5. We are live in studio with Greg Bowman, and this is Liam Bowman. If you could spare a 
showcase greg bowman's episode today that's our show today everyone uh but don't go anywhere just yet because we do have a couple of other uh fun little goodies coming in for you but first i always like to make sure we give uh credit where credit is due to the fantastic people that work behind the scenes on this show each and every week uh volunteering their time of their own volition i swear i don't hold them hostage as far as i know uh sound mixer mark perfetti keeping everything sounding real good audio assistant pam robinson video director today is Bree shoemaker camera ops are marcy connors charles holsoppel and will stead our board op today is charlie cushing and i'm your host ken apperson next week on the show if you are an indie rock fan you're definitely not going to want to miss this episode orlando band carabel is going to be on the show next week really looking forward to getting to know those guys getting to hear those guys and uh again if you're a indie rock fan that one's for you so um before we get any further here uh greg bowman he's got a new album out today self-titled album on uh, all of the digital streaming platforms so you can find that and more uh, at greg bowman music.com greg bowman bowman spelled b-a-u-m-a-n music.com it's got a show tomorrow at the tarpon arts folk rock revival series uh that show starts at 7 p.m and uh you can find ticket information at greg bowman music.com they cover all the bases i think so they get it right yes got it right all right uh so let's see real quick i want to double check to see if we've got the uh questions so we got a bunch here we got a whole bunch of them i'm going to get through as many of these as i possibly can uh, let's see, listener comment. Uh, to my ears, Mr. Bowman's voice and stylings are reminiscent of John Prine. Uh, is the singing mailman from Hayward, Illinois, and former part-time 
as the singing uh, mailman from May, uh, Maywood, Illinois, and former part-time resident at Gulfport, Florida, and influence of Greg's uh, warmest regards. That's Dave in Sarasota. So there's like a nice little comment there. Uh, great show today. You always have great bands, but major kudos for bringing on a solo singer-songwriter. Folk music rules, and Greg sounds awesome. We got That's Jeff in Tampa. We have uh, a couple more here. I might not even get to all of these before the show ends here. Uh, I know I'm not the only person that thinks he sounds a lot like Jason Isbell. So sure that's a compliment. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I tuned in late. Greg's last name is spelled Bowman, B-A-U-M-A-N. And the CD's title, please. The CD is self-titled. Uh, that's Sue asking uh, questions about your music. So that's pretty cool. We've got a whole bunch more here. If you want to hear the rest of those, you can join the live stream right now on Facebook. Search WMNF's Live Music Showcase because they're going to play one more song. Now, that won't go out to the broadcast. The entire song won't go out to the broadcast, but the live stream will catch it. So join us at WMNF's Live Music Showcase on Facebook right now to hear all of that and maybe just a little bit more too. But uh, let's see here. Yeah, we are ready for your last song if you're ready for it. Sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. Want to do drive? Sure. Okay. This song is uh, called uh, Drive. song on the radio it drives me insane They just sing, 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 sing They get to your name There's nights when I hang my head down and cry I see your face each time I close my eyes But it's all right. This is WMNF.